Well, bless the Lord. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you listening today to hear a word from a true and living God. Oh, how he loves you. Isn't he wonderful? We received some praise reports today, and we're just exuberant and just thanking God. We just bless his holy name, for there is none like him. And on this day, it is February 14th here in the United States, a day in which we celebrate Valentine's Day. And uh, and it's beautiful. It's absolutely wonderful. And I just wanted to have some reflections on the love of God for you today. You need to know just how fervently God loves you. Praise be to Almighty God. And, you know, we go through life and people are expecting things like, you know, the different Valentine cards and things like that. And that and it's wonderful. Those expressions are absolutely beautiful that where people will send these sentiments in cards, in Valentine cards. It's it's just lovely. And yet we have a Bible that is essentially essentially God's Valentine to you. Amen. There are many passages passages in the Bible that just show forth his love. I mean, these are the tremendous expressions of of ways of affirmation, of affection, wonderful expressions of acceptance. That's what people desire. You know, we we need these things. Praise God. And you it's good to have reminders of just how you are loved, how you're already accepted. Just like um, the Ephesians 1, 6 tells us that we are accepted in the beloved. You're the beloved of God and you're accepted. So I just want to remind you of God's warmth, God's love, and to let us understand how the word of God is really like a love letter from God to us. Hallelujah. And we we understand that love comes from God. There are all different types of expressions of love and types of love. In the Greek, there are at least six, some say eight, words for love. You have like um, storge, S-T-O-R-G-E, storge, and that's dealing with familial love, right? Like the affection between a parent and the child, right, or grandparents and that sort of thing. There's another word for love called ludus, L-U-D-U-S. It's like puppy love, playful love, the affection between youth, childhood playmates, things like that. You know, or you're, you're sitting down with friends and hanging out. It's, it's playful. It's platonic playful, praise God. And then, of course, we have a filio which is um, friendship. Phileo is a type of, of friendship, that type of affection, praise God. And then we also have uh, philanthropos, which is the love of mankind. That's from where we get the word philanthropy. And, of course, the greatest of these is agape, the God kind of selfless, unconditional love, the love that places others above themselves. 
it's wonderful and that but that and that kind that love comes from god you know our ability to to extend affection and to affirm others all of that it all stems from god all of those different categories of love they emanate from god the love of god is just so 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 powerful and we're able to extend love to others and it's just awesome and he pours out his love it's just important to remember that how god has poured out his love towards us and it wasn't because of how wonderful we were but the bible lets us know what is it romans 5 8 through 9 and it says but god demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners christ died for us hallelujah while we were yet sinners christ died for us he desired so much for us to be reconciled he desired desired so much to make a way for for you to live a full and a complete life oh i just bless the lord aren't you glad about it i just thank god i just thank god and may the lord that's what Second Thessalonians 3, 5 says. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. May the Lord lead your heart into a full understanding of the love of God and into a full expression of the love of God. May that be your portion this day. We're talking about an enduring love, for the Bible tells us that love never fails. Hallelujah. It will never end. It will never fail. Hallelujah. I'm just so grateful to God. The Bible says in Psalm 36, 7, how precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. Woo, bless the Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, oh God. God's love never fails, and it is precious. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. I bless the mighty name of Jesus. And, of course, his love is described for us most um, readily in John 3:16 and I want to read that to you from the message bible. I know we all know the King James version for God so loved the world, right? Uh that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. Praise God. And let me read this to you from the message bible. I'm going to read John 3:16 um through 18. And it says this is how much God loved the world. He gave a son, his one and only son, and this is why. So that no one need be destroyed. Glory. Let me just put a pen right there. Isn't that awesome? He gave his son so that no one need be destroyed. So your life will not be destroyed. Your relationships will need not be destroyed. 
your 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 physical body need not be destroyed in you know when you're while you're in this earth suit. You can receive healing. You understand? So that no one need be destroyed. It says by believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. I think that is awesome. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. And it goes on to say in the Message Bible, God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point out an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. God has come. He sent his son to help, not to accuse, but to deliver. Hallelujah. To set free, to help. Praise God. And anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. I praise God. I think it's just so awesome. Now, this, now you talk about a valentine, a love letter. Now, if that's not a love letter, I don't know what is. He already sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. That is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. Even while we were yet sinners, he loved us, and he sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. God has come to help. He's come to, to, to make your life better. He's come so that you can have a whole and a lasting life. Hallelujah. And I bless God. And that's what we have to understand, appreciate, and believe. Hallelujah. His steadfast love endures forever. You know, whenever you hear people say things like, oh, God's mad at me. God is upset with me about this. You know, God is not mad at you. <laughs> God is not. He may, there, there may be chastisement, but it's not anger. No. He loves you with an everlasting love. Because, you know, sometimes you think that we've done something that's going to separate us from God's love. Not true. Or sometimes we feel that it's like too late to get things right with God. It's not true. Oh, my goodness. It's not, not that God loves anybody less or nothing. There's nothing that can separate God's love for you. It, it doesn't matter what has happened, what you've done, the missteps, whatever. It doesn't matter. God's love prevails and it endures forever. That's why I mean, we read these scriptures, but people, we really have to embrace them and apply them and believe them. Praise God. You know, when the Bible tells us in Romans 8, right, 38, 39, you know, what, what is it that can separate you from the love of God? There's nothing. There's so anytime someone says, "Well, God's mad at me," or "God, oh, God don't like," you know, God's upset about this. God's upset. God is not angry with you. Period. He is not. So don't think that even if you've done something, that somehow God has separated Himself from you. No, no, because the Bible. Says, ask the question. Should we read Romans eight? You know, we sometimes we read it, we quote it, we memorize it, but do we believe it? <laughs> That's what we have to do. We have to believe it because it, to people, it is the truth. Hallelujah. 
what is it, uh, 38 and 39? It says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creatures shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-mm-mm. In another version it says, I'm, I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Nothing. Are you convinced of that? Now, see, we talked before about believing, believing, because we're talking about a t- belief, a type of trust, an understanding, and an acknowledgement of the truth of the Word of God. You have to perceive what I'm sharing as a reality right now. You are convinced of it even in the absence of physical evidence. You may not feel safe. You may not feel like God loves you. But because you're a spirit being, you have the ability to ascend above what you feel, what it looks like. You have that inherent ability. The spirit of the living God resides on in your reborn human spirit. It You Hallelujah, have access to a realm that transcends the senses and that does not rely upon emotion. Praise God. So even if you're in a difficult place, whether it is of your own making or not, you have the ability to believe the truth of the word of God that says nothing can separate you from God's love. And if God be for you, who can be against you? God loves you. Praise God. He loves you. And that truth must be deposited in your spirit. And that love, is it, it, it requires action, and it takes action. Just as we read from John three sixteen, God to love the world that he gave. Love requires action action. Hallelujah. And God showed his love as Jesus died on the cross, right, and was resurrected so that you would be free. True love, God's love, takes action. And it's not dependent upon what you've done. It doesn't depend upon what you have done, what you're doing now, or what you're going to do. God's love is shown and demonstrated by what he has already done for you. You understand this? Praise God. I think that's so awesome. It's what he's already done. He's already given you victory. He's already given you assistance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God says in Psalm 109, 26, help me, Lord, my God, save me according to your unfailing love. And that's who he is, and that's what he does. So you may be looking for some sort of sweet-smelling valentine, but I'm telling you right now, this is one of the great, this is the greatest love letter you can ever receive. Hallelujah. And it, it is just so true. 
It is so true. That's why we can, because of his unfailing love for us, you know, we can be going through a challenging time, but we can latch onto the word of God. We can look at, for example, Isaiah 41.10, right? Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Hallelujah. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. This is God. Hallelujah. He says, don't fear. I'm with you. In the New American Standard, it says, do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, beloved, these are not just words on a page. This is God's love letter to you. This is his promise to you, his unfailing promise to you. This is what makes you more than a conqueror. This, he, this, is, this is what gets you over in challenging times. You, but you have to come to the place where you, right now, I mean, we've received different types of prayer requests. There are people having challenges with their, with their children. There are people, they're, they're, they're having difficulty in their jobs. There are people who are having physical challenges and whatnot. Look, we have to pick up the love letter and say, I'm so thankful, God, that you love me, that you're with me. I thank you, Lord God, that you you heal and you restore broken places. I thank you, Lord God, that you restore dignity. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you're able to put me right on my right path to destiny. I thank you, Lord God, that it is not over. And I perceive that as a living reality right now, even though physical circumstances may argue against it. But I believe your word. I thank you for giving me the spirit of faith, the spirit of faith. I thank you for having deposited faith, the ability to believe you despite what it looks like. I thank you, Father, because I believe this based upon your character, God. I believe this based upon your integrity, dear Lord God. I don't need further proof. I got all the proof I need and that I know you are God. You are God all by yourself. I believe God. And I thank you, Father, when you say, fear not, you're with me. I thank you. I believe that you are with me. Hallelujah. I'm not, you told me not to be dismayed, for you're my God, even though that there, are, there, there are so many things screaming at me that could easily cause me to despair and be dismayed. I thank you that you've gifted me with the ability to believe beyond even what it is that I am, am experiencing. And I can believe beyond and, hallelujah, by faith, rest in the integrity and the character of Almighty God, a God who cannot lie. I thank you, Heavenly Father. You are awesome. You are awesome. So I'm not going to fear. You said you will strengthen me. So though I woke up, I was weak. Even though my physical body was weak, or even though I needed strength to, to get up and, and speak to the supervisor, or even though I needed the strength to get up and, and, and do this report, or 
you said you would strengthen me. Hallelujah. You said, surely I will help you. Lord God, you know I need help. I believe you. You said, surely you would help me. That's love. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That means I am not going down. That means, hallelujah, if I have fallen, you will uphold me. I can believe you, Lord God. And as the the word declares in Proverbs, a good man falls seven times but gets back up again. Lord God, you will enable me to get back up with your righteous right hand. Oh, I, do you understand what I'm doing? Are you, are you following this? You, we take the scriptures and they, we personalize them because they are, it's living. The words that we speak, this word, it is spirit and it is life. Take this life-giving word. And hallelujah, cause dismay and despair to flee from out of your life. Watch things begin to turn around in your life. You talk about love. See, love is active. Love is active. Praise God. Oh, how he loves you. Open your valentine from God, knowing that you are beloved, knowing that he will help you, knowing that he's got you, hallelujah, knowing that he is with you, knowing that he will uphold you, knowing that he will strengthen you. Open up your valentine and embrace it. Embrace his reach towards you, hallelujah. Say, Lord, I receive your love. Lord, I welcome your love. Lord, I thank you. Are you understanding this? Glory to God. I'd like to share a testimony as we're discussing this today. Oh, how God loves you. And I, although I know nobody, nobody knows the, the person that I'm referring to, I don't think so, but um, about uh, three weeks ago, I'm still going to not name names or anything just to protect them because I want people to be free to come with uh, to to ask for prayer for things and understanding that it's confidential. So nobody knows anything about this person that I'm describing. And anyway, about uh, three weeks ago, I got I received um, word from a, a parent concerning uh, her daughter. And I was asked to pray for this daughter because the daughter was seeking employment. And as, as, as she was seeking employment, the, there was a snag when a background check was done. And this background check showed that this child was a fugitive from some state. Fugitive? What? Right? And um, it turns out that many, many, many years ago, this child, I think, might have been a freshman in college and was hanging out with some kids. I think it was right before finals or something, and they have some places they have um, like a big party before finals week. And anyway, uh, she was with some other people, and they were stopped on, I think, I don't know where. I didn't get all the details. But they were issued citations for their behavior. And... uh, this the citation. I guess it's a citation. I don't know those details because I don't know about the laws in that state or anything. But she was supposed to the document that she received required her to appear uh, at 
in court, it was the following month. Well, the following month, the child had already returned home for the summer, and she just forgot about it. And so, you know, she never went anywhere or anything and continued to school and graduated and all that kind of stuff. And meanwhile, unbeknownst to her, um, in that court system, it was showing that they were having that, – that, that she didn't appear, didn't show up for this particular uh, hearing. And then they kept rescheduling it. And then after about a year, they just closed that case out and they called this person a fugitive. So um, I don't know anything about the laws in that state, So, I, but I um, looked it up online and I could see this whole record that there were, you know, at least a half a dozen different entries about this person never showed up and finally the disposition of it and this person was like a fugitive and that sort of thing. And so I was asked if I knew of an attorney, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up calling one person because I don't know many people like even in that state. And somebody put me in touch with somebody else. So I called this one person. And I don't know why I just didn't give the mom the information, but uh, anyway, I'm glad I didn't because when I called, I spoke for like 10 minutes with this guy, and um, he was saying, oh, that's horrible. That's so bad. Judges don't like it when you ignore their orders, and they're prone to throw the book at you, and she should be prepared to spend time in jail and on and on and all of these, um, you know, these kids think they can get away with anything and blah, blah. It was horrible. You hear me? Needless to say, I did not say anything to the mother. I did not pass along that information. And so I ended up uh, contacting someone I knew who was um, very active in the American Bar Association because I don't know anything about that state. And so I asked, I emailed them for a recommendation and they sent another recommendation. And the second recommendation was much more hopeful. And so I passed that information along to the mother. Okay? So this mother is calling this attorney to see if she can engage his services. And um, so they talked, and I think she was supposed to, you know, he was supposed to send information so they could have a retainer and all that kind of stuff. Well, the same day that they talked, the attorney was looking up this child on um, on the docket, and he calls the mother and says, did you know that there was a hearing scheduled for today? The same day that the mother called. Now, this had been going on. I got this call about three this request about three weeks ago. So this is like week three, okay, that we've been, I've been trying to find somebody for them, all that kind of thing. And so he calls and says, did you know that there was a hearing scheduled for today? Now we're talking about a case that had been concluded years ago, and this person was placed on a fugitive list. And the mother says, no, what are you talking about? 
And in about, it was about two hours. Let's, how can I put this? Let's say they had a conversation at noon. Well, the hearing was scheduled for 2 p.m., like two hours later. And so this guy, he runs over and he goes to the clerk's office and because he's trying to figure out what's going on. Clerk didn't know what was going on. So he called the, I guess, the government attorney. Government attorney didn't know what was going on. And while he was with the clerk, they pulled up the same entry, docket, and there is no reference to all of those all of those things that I saw that said, you know, didn't attend, not in attendance, didn't attend, and then ultimately judgment was against them and, you know, fugitive file, all that kind of stuff. It was it had vanished. It did not appear. It was gone. And that underlying citation from at least a half a dozen years ago, that was the only thing that was on the docket and they had a hearing scheduled for the very same day that that mother called that attorney. And so the the attorney whom she hadn't even engaged speaks to the government attorney and they agree to just have the charge dismissed entirely. Hallelujah. I know I'm going on and on and on, but I'm telling you that, I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> this is amazing. When this, And I'm talking years ago. And it just vanishes, all of those entries, this date, that date, it's gone. And then they just, um, because the guy, according to the mom, the attorney said something like, um, well, you know, uh, the prosecuting attorney, he, he was in college once himself, you know. And so, and they ended up just dismissing the thing entirely. And the whole thing about not appearing it just it it vanished. I'm telling you, we serve a God who will help you. He will help you. I'm tell fear not. God says, For I'm with you. Don't look anxiously about you, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. The same God who says and Isaiah 43, 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, and the flames will not set you ablaze. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this is, this is wonderful. Isaiah 59, surely the Lord God helps me. Who is there to condemn me? I'm t- this is a love letter to you. You understand this? Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord of lords. Lords, for the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. He does. Uh, okay, let me let me get this right. <laughs> I'm just so full right now. I mean, because he is real. The love of God is real. And the Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad, hallelujah, by the Holy Spirit. We we have the love of God that is shed abroad. Uh-huh. I thank you, Lord God, by the Holy Spirit, 
I just bless the Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's shed abroad in our hearts that love, according to Romans 5, 5. Hope makes not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. And that love prevails. That love never fails. That love never ends. Praise God. That's Psalm 136, 2 and 3. Give thanks to the God of gods for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. I'm telling you, love requires action. His love endures forever, and he alone does great wonders. He alone does great wonders. Hallelujah. He alone turns circumstances around. I'm telling you, I've been practicing law for a long time, and I have read docket sheets all my my professional life. I have never seen a docket sheet that you can look at on one day, and it has all of these entries, like eight different entries, and it has all of this activity of what went on in court. And then you look at it three weeks later, and instead of all those entries, you have two. I'm, this is God. He, he alone does wonders. So I don't know where you are today. I hope that you're not feeling some kind of way because somebody didn't give you some valentine. I hope you're not just looking to, you know, to to receive affirmation from a particular individual and you're setting yourself up for hurt if it doesn't come your way. I pray that that's not you. I pray that you receive the valentine from God. Hallelujah. Whose love is is steadfast. It's it's white hot for you. It's fervent. It, It is intense for you. Hallelujah. It is that love mm-hmm, that causes him to do great wonders. His love endures forever. And so don't look anxiously. Don't even look for, like, I, I wonder if so-and-so is going to send me something. I wonder if my children going to send me a car. Am I even going to get a car? Do they even care? To... Look, I, I, really, I, I pray that you can tap into, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, the power of Almighty God and embrace his love for you. Embrace his love for you. Oh, how he loves you. Somebody say, oh, how God loves me. Oh, how God loves me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell he's with you. He strengthens you. He helps you. He upholds you. Praise God. He's got you. Praise God. So I don't know what you're going through, how you're feeling, but please open the valentine from God. Embrace it. Reach towards God and just say, I receive your love. I embrace it. I welcome it. I thank you for it. Hallelujah. May this be your prayer even today.
In Jesus' name, we just give thanks to you, O God. Hallelujah to the God of gods, for your steadfast love endures forever. Oh, we give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for your love endures forever. We exalt you, O God, for you alone, you do great wonders. Hallelujah. And your love endures forever. We thank you for that love, Lord God, for who you are in our lives. For there is none like you, and there is none besides you, O oh God. You are excellent in all your works. You are excellent. You are God all by yourself. And we thank you for loving us, even when we were yet sinners. We thank you for loving us. I thank you, Father, that your word says that the Lord God in the midst of us is mighty. You will save. You rejoice over us with joy. You rest in your love and you joy over us with singing. Oh, according to Zephaniah 3.17, we thank you, dear Lord God, and we express our love to you. Hallelujah. We thank you. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. There's none like you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I would also like to lift up the prayer requests, knowing that we come to a loving Father. Hallelujah. We lift these prayer requests before you, Heavenly Father. We lift Brenda, Father, before your throne. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are with her. We thank you that you will help her. We thank you that you will uphold her with your righteous right hand. We thank you for securing her healing, even on Calvary's cross. And we decree and declare Brenda is whole. We decree and declare her healing. Be made whole from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. We apply the blood of Jesus over Brenda and all others who have any type of ailment, anyone who's fighting, challenged with any sickness or disease. Hallelujah. Those who've come into our ear gate, those who asked us to pray for them for healing. Father, let that healing manifest in their bodies, in Jesus' name, the healing that you've already secured. We pray, Father, for its manifestation in their physical bodies, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord God, for hearing and helping in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord God. We also lift up, praise God, others who are looking for jobs, others who are having challenges on their job. We lift up Angela, and we lift up Tolu, Lord God. I thank you that they are blessed in this city. They are blessed in this field. I thank you that what they set their hands to prospers and succeeds. I pray, Father, that you are the God who opens doors no man can shut, and you shut doors that no man can open. We pray for open doors doors of access in Jesus' mighty name. We pray them, we pray Sister Tolu and others looking for jobs into the best jobs that they've ever had in Jesus' mighty name. Go before them, Lord God, making the rough places smooth, crooked places straight in Jesus' mighty name. 
We pray, Father, for vindication, for you said that, uh, that vengeance is yours and that you will repay. For those who have spoken negatively, wrong, condescending words, we bless you for Isaiah 54, 17, that gives us the ability to condemn. We condemn every negative word spoken, every negative writing, any attempt to vilify and to demean the people of God. We use Angela as a point of contact, and we call it to be wrong. We condemn it. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And hallelujah. And we believe God that truth prevails and that that which is right will come to the fore, that you, Lord God, will be her deliverer in Jesus' mighty name. And we pray for those, those who act like Haman, Adam and those others who are in the position of Haman. Lord God, we pray for them to repent in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that they would come to know the saving love of God in Jesus' mighty name. And we lift up Dominique, Lord God, and we come against all foul activity. For any of these young people, any of these people who are in very, very, very difficult situations, we lift them up right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for giving us divine authority to come against every, every subverting activity of hell, every demonic activity. All, Lord Jesus, we come against them in the name of Jesus. All satanic striving, satanic resistance in Jesus' mighty name. We bind and cast it out and rebuke it. We bring it to a halt. We, pro- we prohibit all further satanic activity trying to hold sway in the lives of our children. You get out now in Jesus' name. We cast out lying spirits, gossip, slander, backbiting, negative influences, disloyalty, all negative spirits attacking our children. We bind them and we cast them out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We apply the blood of Jesus over them. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Father, for giving us this ability. We can come to you and pray in this way because you've given us that authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the the ability of the enemy. I thank you, dear Lord God. Your word declares, all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the shalom of thy children. So using Dominique as a point of contact, Lord God, we pray for the shalom, the peace of our children. You said, great shall be the peace of thy children, those that have been taught of the Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that shalom is their portion. This we believe, this we decree, this we declare in the name of Jesus and by the faith of God. Hallelujah. For this life that we now live, we, we live by the faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. And by the faith of the Son of God, we call it done in Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And if this message has been a blessing to you, I invite you to be a blessing financially to Triumph in Christ. You can do so by writing to Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. Again, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. You can also go on the website, jdsministries.org. Click the Give tab. And it will take you to a secure location where you can make a secure donation. God bless you much. Amen. Hallelujah.